This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. And guess who thinks he can end this war? Erdogan, the president of Turkey. He, for one, has offered to mediate yet again. This is not the first time he has said this. But what makes him think he can help? Turkey's unique position in this war. That's what I'd like to focus on. Allow me to explain. For the last eight months, Turkey has been one of the most active countries, working to ensure a permanent ceasefire in this war. It has maintained friendly ties with both of its Black Sea neighbors. And this delicate balancing act has reaped a few benefits. For instance, in late September, Turkey orchestrated a prisoner swap between Russia and Ukraine. And Erdogan is said to have personally brokered the negotiations. Two months before this, Erdogan also worked with the United Nations to broker a landmark grain deal between the two. This deal was to reopen certain Ukrainian ports and release exports that had been stuck there for months. Now, these back-to-back -back deals and settlements have instilled confidence in Erdogan himself that he can also end the war if he tries. In fact, he has gone ahead and even made a proposal. This is what the Kremlin's foreign policy advisor said recently. Listen to this carefully, I'm quoting. The Turks are offering their mediation Erdogan will probably propose something officially. If any talks take place, then most likely they will be on their territory, Istanbul or Ankara. Now, two things stand out here. For one, Russia has acknowledged Erdogan's attempts. Two, it has also hinted at the possibility of talks, meaning that Moscow seems to be in favor of Turkey donning the mediator's hat. And by the way, Russia is not the only country which believes that Turkey can mediate. So does Hungary. The Hungarian foreign minister has even offered his support to Erdogan's attempts at brokering peace. Well, we sincerely hope their trust in the Turkish president is not misplaced. Because let's be frank, his track record at home is anything but peaceful. Turkey has passed a new disinformation law. That could jail journalists for more than three years. This law will, in a sense, restrict any kind of criticism of the government of Erdogan. Also that of his government in the run-up to the elections. You see, Turkey is going to polls next year and Erdogan's prospects don't look good. He's facing immense public scrutiny and the opposition is gaining strength. In fact, for the first time in 17 years of Erdogan's rule, analysts say that the outcome of the polls is unpredictable. So what does Erdogan do? Well, he yet again dons the hat of a global leader. He tries to play mediator in the Ukraine war and passes draconian laws to censor free speech back at home. Now, this is what a central provision in Erdogan's new law states. Listen very carefully. People who disseminate false information about the internal and external security, public order and general well-being of the country in order to create anxiety, fear or panic among the public will face a prison sentence of between one and three years. 
Critics are calling this fascist. They say the vague and broad wording of this law will enable the government to put anyone behind bars. And that's scary. Leading the charge is the Turkish opposition, in fact. Look at these images. This is a Turkish opposition leader breaking his phone in parliament to denounce Erdogan's new bill. He literally took out a hammer and smashed it on his device. You have to watch this to believe it. This law is of great interest to young people. I would like to address my brothers who are 15, 16, 17 years old and who will decide the fate of Turkey in 2023 and who will vote for the first time at the age of 18, 19, 20. You can't go on vacation wherever you want. You can't eat the food you want. You can't buy the tablet of clothes. You can't buy the tablet or clothes you want. You are unhappy. The reason for this is the AKP government and the MHP that follow it and the MHP that followed it. You have only one freedom. It is the phone in your pocket. There's Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. You communicate there. Today is October 12th. If the law here passes the parliament, you can break this phone like this. My young brothers, you will not need to use it. But let me warn you, in June 2023, these dear young people will give you the lesson you deserve. You saw that. Now this is the kind of pent-up anger that the Turkish people have towards Erdogan. Not just lawmakers, but also activists and journalists. On your screen now are shots of a few journalists staging a protest outside the Turkish parliament. They say that Erdogan's new law is tantamount to censorship and that it will make their country, it will rather take their country further back in time. Take a look. We, the journalists, are wanting both the lawmakers and the public once again as a part of our responsibility to society and we call for a struggle together. If this law is implemented in its current form, the freedom of press, expression and communication in our country will be brought under great pressure and seen. What does this tell you? That Erdogan may be acting like a global peacemaker, but at home, his policies are only disrupting the prevailing peace. His attempts at brokering peace between Russia and Ukraine fool no one, especially not when his own house is in complete disarray. 